Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast, on which I today I'm delighted to have Mike, Mike Caden, who's the founder and CEO of Red Circle. Um, Mike, could you introduce yourself and explain what Red Circle does? Hi, sure. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, Red Circle is a podcast technology platform. Uh, we work both with podcasters on um, deployment of their podcasts to Apple and Spotify and everywhere else. We give them a bunch of tools, and then we also work with advertisers to uh, make uh, advertising purchases on the podcast that we distribute. And we we sort of built a fully automated marketplace to enable uh, brands and agencies to be able to make purchases on these pods. Cool. Is is podcasting something you was like your first working experience or did you do other stuff prior to this? Um, yeah, I'm a software engineer by training. Uh, before this company, I worked at Uber for about five years during Uber's uh, sort of hyper growth phase. Mm-hmm. I started when there was, uh, you know, maybe around 200 people at the company and left when there was around 20,000. So I got to experience the madness uh, of a hyper growth technology company for about five years. And at the end, I, I looked around and I was working at a company I wasn't that proud to work at anymore, and 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 also I was spending all my time in in meetings and doing somebody else's spreadsheets, and uh, just wanted to get back to to building something. So that's sort of why I chose to start this company. Cool. So we're going to talk about podcasting today, um, which is I think a lot more interesting than talking about Uber, indeed. <laughs> sure. uh, so. Um, the topic today is the benefits of of advertising on podcasts. So we have a lot of listeners in the audience that don't even know how this how this works, right? So there's tons of podcasts, and and I think listeners can appreciate what the ex, what the advantages of podcasts are being very targeted. But um, the advertising on podcasts is a pretty new thing to a lot of marketers. It's it's been around for quite quite a while. But could you explain, let's say, the basics of podcast advertising? Sure. Yeah. I mean, podcasts have been around for, you know, more than 15 years, but it's really only the last, I don't know, five or so where they've started to sort of continue to become uh, more of a mainstream medium for consumption. And so whenever there's, you know, large amounts of ears to um, to influence uh, the advertising dollars come, though, they're a little bit slower, I think, than consumers are. And so the last uh, couple of years, a total advertising spend in the podcasting space has increased sort of dramatically to the point where, you know, when I was starting my business four or five years ago, there was maybe $300 million a year being spent in the US on podcast advertising. And this year, it's going to be like, you know, one and a half billion. So uh, there's been a tremendous growth. A lot of brands uh, are leaning into this space and finding success in this space. Um, so it's definitely something um, if you're making media buys uh, in other channels that you should be considering. Mm-hmm. Um, how it works, unfortunately, uh, to a great degree, uh, feels a lot like radio uh, in the 1980s, except that instead of uh, faxes, it's uh, it's email. Um, you know, uh, the, the transactions are still primarily done by humans. They're primarily done uh, with PDFs that are signed with insertion orders and, you know, checks in the mail and scripts sent as a PDF and everything else. There's a lot of human... Uh, operational uh, intensity that comes with executing one of these campaigns. 
Um, you know, you can hire an agency to take care of that for you with an army of humans. Uh, you can try to purchase uh, podcast advertising uh, programmatically. Um, you can work with a platform like us that helps uh, tackle some of the same problems an agency might, but doing it with technology. Um, but in the end of the day, uh, most of these transactions are still happening uh, in a fairly manual way. Um, the uh, There are two primary ways people are uh, buying podcast ads. Um, there's host-read ads, which are very common in the medium, where the mm -hmm. host is uh, sort of reading the advertisement, often sort of riffing and giving it their own flavor. Um, those are very popular for you know, DR advertisers that are looking to, um, to, to get real ROI. And then there's also a pro they call them programmatic. They don't have to be, you know, real time bidding programmatic, but they're sort of pre-recorded radio style ads that can be deployed at a larger scale more easily. Um, but come with a weaker performance because you're not getting that kind of authentic host red feel that you get on the other side. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's one of the uh, things that I've seen uh, as a podcast host and publisher, we we publish on a platform. That platform also has like an advertising add-on where you can basically uh, earn money on your podcast or there's some claim like that on, on the platform. But it will just uh, well plot in that advertising anywhere. Uh, so it's probably going to be in the middle of the podcast or the, or the end of the podcast. And I prefer those uh, host red ones that you talked about. And I think those are most authentic, right? Yeah. And the data is out there to show that they're more effective, right? So uh, there's a study that just came out from uh, the folks at a, a, a consulting crew called Sounds Profitable. And they did a study of uh, of the difference between uh, host red advertising uh, host read advertising that was more scripted, where it was sort of being read word for word, but still by the host, mm -hmm. uh, versus like uh, announcer read advertising. And you know, actually, in, in in practice, all three performed really well. Um, but the one that was host read and sort of done in a creative style and sort of off the cuff and in the style of the show is the one that performed the best by a significant margin. Mm -hmm. So you know, most brands that are looking to deploy spend into podcasting. You know, they're interested in podcasting audience, which tends to be more affluent, better educated, you know, more powerful consumers um, or business uh, decision makers. But, um, you know, so as a result, they're interested in in sort of these influential style of advertising. Cool. So uh, next question would be how, how marketers would find the podcast that would be well suitable to to reach their audience. So how, what, what are your tips on that? Yeah, that can be like one of the most important things. I mean, we've seen uh, advertisers that will run across a large collection of podcasts that deploy through Red Circle. And, um, you know, you might put your your money into 10 different true crime podcasts. Let's say you're, you're targeting millennial women, which for whatever reason, uh, love true crime podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, let's say you're targeting those. You could put it on 10. You could deploy spend into 10 different podcasts. Um, and see, you know, dramatically different performance uh, between them, despite similar demographics and similar, you know, show topics. Um, and so it can be really challenging to find the podcasts that are uh, the best for your target. Um, the important thing is to try to find podcasts where there's audience overlap between the topic and demographics and your target, of course. Um, but then in practice, uh, the best way to figure things out is to put some spend out there, try a bunch of different things, experiment, look for what works, uh, and then sort of build a book of podcasts that are performing uh, and start to grow uh, your media across those and, and hang on to the podcasts that keep working for you and keep growing your spend into the space that way. Um, there are tools out there you can find to... 
um, help you search and find podcasts based on size and demographics. One of the nice things about podcasting is it's a fully um, sort of open and distributed media, which means uh, anybody can download the entire list of every single podcast that exists. Uh, and that means, you know, there's lots of folks who can help you find the right pods, uh, or you can work with an agency or a company like us, uh, Red Circle, where, um, you know, we have 4,000 podcasts on the platform and we give you sort of, you know, digital tools to filter and look for the right uh, podcasts that fit your demographic and the categories you think will be a good fit. So talking about uh, the right podcast, um, if that traditional advertising that you that you mentioned before, like radio in the 80s, but also mm-hmm. let's say online advertising, TV advertising, if you're advertising on a larger platform or what's whatever channel that is you typically get like a media kit or something as a marketer right mm-hmm. so uh, what's the reads how many people are being reached what's what's the tariffs you know all that kind of stuff is in a media kit what kind of audience can you expect a lot of podcasts don't have that so what did you consider to be a right podcast or how do you define if a, if a, if, a, if one is right or if, mm-hmm. if a podcast is a good match yeah, I mean, I, first, I would say a lot of podcasts will have something like that. Uh, if they're receiving a lot of inbound for advertising, uh, they'd be silly not to. Um, and then, sure. of course, you know, one of the values of working with a business like ours or, or working with someone who who helps deploy these campaigns is, um, you know, they collect this kind of information on your behalf and kind of aggregate it all together so you can see um, you know, what's available and what's out there. That said, you know, one of the things that's uh, both a blessing and a curse about podcasting is the ability to sort of hyper target, uh, doesn't exist like it might on say Facebook or Google or somewhere Mm -hmm. else, because, um, you know, the, the medium doesn't include cookies. It doesn't include logins. Uh, Everybody who's uh, selling and buying advertising in here is sort of operating under an assumption that's similar to say, uh, to, to television or something where we have a general sense of the category and the demographics of who's listening, but we don't know exactly, you know, this is Joe from, you know, one, two, three main street in, in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, as a result, you sort of have to get a little bit comfortable as a marketer leaning into this space to, um, to the idea that you're, you're buying sort of a little bit of a course audience. So if you're, if you're trying to look for, you know, real estate professionals in the Carolinas, which is a sales call that I was on once, I'm not sure podcasting is the medium for you. There might be one <laughs> podcast, you know, that covers that topic, which you can go find and, and, you know, just do a $200 buy, enjoy. But, um, if you're looking for, you know, one of our largest customers sells, uh, alcohol, uh, delivery, uh, you know, uh, everybody, not everybody, but the, the, the target is people who drink, you know, that's a pretty broad audience. That's that doesn't have to be quite that broad, but you might have to look for something a little bit more generic versus mm-hmm. the hyper targeting that you might need. That said, if you're a B2B advertiser, uh, and you're looking for, say, you know, chief uh, information security officers, or you're looking for like chief marketing officers, well, that's a very different style of campaign, or maybe you are only deploying, um, you know, small five-figure budgets, but you're deploying it into the three or four shows that are the industry leaders in that space. And, um, you know, those you can figure out without complicated media kits. You can just uh, go and find, you know, if you're if you're in the game of selling to chief information security offers, you probably know what the top podcasts are that cover that space. Cool. So, um, you know, listeners that are listening to the podcast typically also listen to other podcasts and you're also referring to to very niche ones for maybe b2b uh target audiences or whatsoever mm-hmm. um 
let's say, let's, of course, we all know, you know, when you're listening to to an NPR uh, podcast, uh, the millions of people will be listening. Um, but what would be the typical audience for those smaller niche, let's say, podcasts? What what do you consider like a minimum audience to even to consider a podcast to advertise on? Yeah, I mean, so on our platform, we have minimums, which is like, if you're not getting 500 downloads per week, we're not going to monetize the podcast. But that's more about, you know, what makes sense for us as a platform. Mm -hmm. Um, It also is a little bit of a quality filter to make sure that, you know, we're only selling ads on podcasts that are good that people want to listen to. Um, But, you know, let's say you're selling software for lawyers, you know, uh, and there's a podcast that has 500 lawyers listening. Yeah, um, you know, you may spend two thousand dollars to to, which is an exorbitant price for an audience of that size. But that may make good sense if you can score one customer out of those five hundred, and they have a lifetime value in the seven figures or whatever. You know, that makes sense. Um, so it it really just depends on uh, on the economics of your business. How big is the LTV of the customer? Um, what are your typical customer acquisition costs look like? Um, and then what the podcast is selling at. I mean, a lot of these smaller podcasts that are highly niche, they won't. You know, they're not going to sell it to you at a $25 CPM, which is what a typical sort of large scale podcast ads are going for when they're host read. Um, they know the value of their audience. And so they might pump the price way up. And so in a scenario like that, you know, you got to use your best judgment, negotiate, try to decide, you know, do I have $1,500 to burn on this 500 listener podcast? And what do I get on the other side of that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. So that leads me to the last two questions that I have, because you already touched on it a little. Um, so you're you're um, referring to prices uh, being measured in CPM. Mm-hmm. Um, how how are prices being measured? How how are they? How are ads priced on podcasts? Is that like a generic thing to do this on a CPM basis, or do, is it more common to pay per episode, or what's the going thing there? Yeah, typically podcast ads are sold uh, in two styles, but almost always with a a CPM. I mean, there's a third style, which is what I just described, which is maybe Mm -hmm. small shows that have a spot rate that doesn't make, you know, it'd be like a $500 CPM, but you do it anyway. Um, And then there's, uh, you know, two different ways people make buys. So the more traditional style, which is an older style, is to make episodic buys where you're buying, you know, I'm going to get an ad read that is burned into the content that is going to drop, you know, the week of uh, August 30 or 29th, right? And that's like the more traditional way. It's the way things used to work in radio. Um, You know, still a lot of buys happen that way. It's called embedded or episodic. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's a normal way to buy. And those are usually done on a CPM basis. They look and see historically, you know, episodes of this show get, say, 20,000 downloads and they charge a $25 CPM. And that's, you know, 450 bucks per episode. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one way it's done. That's a typical way. Um, Over the last several years, uh, a technology called dynamic insertion, which is what we use at Red Circle, um, has become more popular. And what this means is that the audio files themselves uh, that are delivered to listeners when they listen on Apple and Spotify and everywhere else are actually stitched together in real time with the advertisements inserted, um, mm-hmm. you know, at the right point uh, within the content. Sounds like your your vendor doesn't do that, but at least for Red Circle and for most professional podcasters, you can select, okay, at this exact timestamp, which is right after the host says, we're going to take a quick break. That's where the ads are going to be inserted. And the advantage of this technology, well, there's several. One of them is that you can access the back catalog. So if somebody's going back and listening to an episode from two years ago, um, you can give them the right ad for today instead of having them hear an old advertisement. 
Um, and similarly, uh, another advantage is that uh, you can deploy larger spends because you have access to today's episodes as well as uh, the historical ones. And the last bit is that you can um, sort of know a little bit more in detail that you're getting what you paid for. If you buy 10,000 impressions, you're going to get 10,000 impressions because they're going to keep dynamically inserting that advertisement until the campaign is spent. Whereas mm-hmm. when you're buying episodically, there's a little bit of risk. Um, maybe this episode this week is going to be bigger than usual. Maybe it's going to be smaller, right? So um, there's some, uh, there's it's just a different style of buying. And the last thing is there's attribution technologies that have emerged to help measure podcast ads. And they work a little bit easier uh, on these dynamic campaigns because a pixel can be fired to indicate an impression happened uh, every sure. time somebody downloads one of your ads. Sure. So that was my my last question as well. How, how do you measure results? So um, one of the things is to to add a pixel to a uh, to 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 a campaign, but that that's only possible in certain let's say campaigns or specific campaigns. Um, what other measurement instruments do you recommend? So how how do people measure for success in podcast advertising? Yeah, I mean the best podcast advertisers. Well, let me before I say that, I'll back up and say. You know, part of uh, measuring and understanding podcasts is a little bit more of uh, it's not quite an art, but it's not quite a science. It says somewhere in between. Um, there's enough data to know that your campaigns are working, and there's enough data to know that a specific show is working versus others. But again, you're not going to know like Joe from Oklahoma who signed up at this time, listened to these three podcasts, and these are the exact touches that happened beforehand. So it's a little bit different than some other sort of fully digital media, sort of similar to what's been happening in connected television over the last few years as well, where we can get some good signal as to the success of these campaigns, um, but we're not getting complete end-to-end coverage. The way this works is um, you can work, there are several attribution vendors that exist in the podcasting space. You can work with one of them to trigger uh, a a pixel or a webhook to fire uh, when an ad is impressed to to a listener. Um, And so they start collecting data about, okay, this this IP address collected or heard the ad on this podcast at this time. Um, and then in addition, the advertiser can put a pixel on their website or push from their backend information about who signed up and most notably, again, the IP address. And the vendors will match those IP addresses to uh, households, you know, with some match rate on both sides, both that impression mm-hmm. and then that conversion and, and, and just visiting the landing page. You know, the match rate's not perfect. So there's uh, there's some multipliers assigned based on what the match rate looks like. And they can give you a pretty good calculation on, okay, you know, you put $1,000 in over here, you got this many impressions on this end, uh, and this many visitors arrived at your site and fired the pixel, and then this many purchases happened on the other side as well. You know, those vendors can be really highly efficient for the marketer's time in that you're not having to put together 900 spreadsheets, just get a nice dashboard that shows you uh, that the campaign is performing. But most sophisticated marketers are, in addition to using that technology, still using promo codes or vanity URLs to get additional measures, mm-hmm. um, and yep. then also are using post-purchase, in some cases, pre-purchase surveys to say, hey, where'd you hear about us? I heard about you on podcasts. The most sophisticated advertisers in the space say BetterHelp Online, which is an online therapy company, spending a ton of money on podcasting. You know, Actually, a part of their sign-up process before you put in your credit card they're asking you, where'd you hear about us? And then if you say podcast, they give you a drop down, you know, with all the podcasts they've ever advertised on. And in order to sign up for the service, you have to tell them where you came from. So the best advertisers uh, are really focused on, you know, building into their product, the tools that they need to understand the performance and the podcast that they want. And of course, you don't do that on day one, but if you start to find success, you know, then you might want to start bothering your users a little bit to understand where they came from better. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. So, Mike, thank you very much for being on the show. Um, I will share a link to your LinkedIn profile as well as a link to your website, to yeah, the, for, especially for the listeners that want to get started and want to get sophisticated in podcast advertising. Mm. And we'll be able to reach out to you then. Um, with that, we've come to the end of our show. And um, well, thank you very much again for being on it, uh, Mike. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.